Hello, everybody, and welcome to Friends of the Force, a Star Wars podcast. I'm your host, Brad. And I'm your host, Sarah. And this week on the show, we are previewing Star Wars Celebration Anaheim 2022. We are in the home stretch, baby. We are almost there. We're so close, Sarah. I get to see you in person in just a couple days. I can't believe we're about to have best friendship in real life and not just through this Zoom screen that we have had for the past three years. Amazing. It's just simply amazing. It's just simply amazing. And it's so wonderful because you and I met at Celebration Chicago. We formed the podcast after that. And now we're here. It's just it's just insane to think about. And I'm so excited. And it's even more special because we are coming up on our three year podcasting anniversary on May 27th. But Sarah, we have something even more important going on May 26th, which in my mind, is a little bit of a celebration of our friendship and our podcast anniversary. So tell the people what we got going on, which is big news for Friends of the Force. All right, everybody. We are, if you haven't already heard from our Twitter, we are a late addition to the Star Wars Celebration Anaheim podcast stage. We learned about this after we recorded our Friends of the Fourth episode. Then I got COVID. So this is a late announcement on the podcast of that. But we will be on the podcast stage May 26th, 2022 from 12 30 to 1 30 p.m that is right after the lucasfilm studio showcase please join us we would love to see you there we'll be probably talking about anything that we get from the showcase uh that will probably be the most pressing and exciting news um we will also have some giveaways we have some friends of the forest uh buttons bookmarks postcards uh, little prequel buttons that say Hayden Sons, McGregor Sons, and Natalie Sons. They're hilarious. Amazing. Um, we would love for you to have them. Um, and we are just like so excited to be in person recording for an hour in front of everybody, uh, and, you know, joined by all of our friends and listeners. Uh, so we really, really hope that you can be there. And if you are not able to be there because you're going to another panel or you're not at Star Wars Celebration, do not worry. It will be on our podcast feed. Yes. Yeah, we plan to get that up within the first 24 hours of it happening. And it's going to be such a special day. I just can't believe that we have been given this opportunity. And it's going to be so exciting to see some of our listeners at Celebration and to get to do it live because that'll be our first time recording in person together, which, you know, we thought would just be like in a hotel room. And now it's going to be (laughs) in a podcast room seating 200 people. So, you know, we're excited to see many of you there, hopefully. And let's fill that bad boy up because we here at the Friends of the Forest want the friends coming in full force. Wow. See what I did there? That was really see what good. I, did there? I will yeah. tell you, the podcast stage is room 208AB. Mark it in your calendars. Put it in your phone notes. Sounds like a really, really fun droid name. 208B. Yeah, no, I, yeah, really though. Um, but seriously, we would love to see you there. It would mean the world to us. Um, yeah, that's it. And we have one other place that you can find us at Celebration as well. We've talked about this quite a bit on the podcast. Also happening Thursday night. It's happening. You you know, folks. You already know what I'm about to say, don't you? You know. You know. We are going to be at Denny's. Yes, that's right. Denny's. We've been talking about Denny's for Denny's. so long. We're doing a Friends of the Forest Denny's meetup. We're just going to go. We're going to eat some breakfast for dinner. Who knows what will happen? And we are going to be at Denny's from 9.30 to 11 p.m. Pacific time at night. Yes. And we will be at the location that is 2080 South Harbor Boulevard. So if you want to come eat pancakes, bacon and eggs with us right before you go back to your hotel rooms and watch Kenobi, 
promptly at 12 a.m., an hour after this Denny's meetup ends, come join us. It'll be fun. Talk about Kenobi. Yeah, it's going to be super casual. Um, we're hoping to kind of get together everybody who is there at 930 for a table or a couple of tables close to each other. If not, join whenever. We'd love to see you at the Denny's. Um, yeah, it's going to be super casual. Denny's. Pancakes. Hash browns. Bacon. The whole thing. Yeah. Coffee. Maybe. And if for some reason Denny's is like a total bust, plans subject to change. <laughs> we will, we will <laughs> yeah, communicate. Just, just in case. Just, just in, in case. case. You know, because we, we're so... That whole Thursday time slot at night thing is very, there's a big question mark about it right now. And we'll talk about that in our episode today, but very excited to finally be doing Denny's very excited about the podcast stage. And lastly, we will be at star Wars night as well on Friday. So if you want to catch us at star Wars night, if you see us in the parks, please say hello, come up to us. We'll take a picture with you or talk with you or whatever you want to do. Like we'll take selfies. Sounds like a fun idea to me. So I'm pro selfies. Yeah. Always pro selfies. So <laughs> Um, that's really exciting. I can't wait to do all these fun activities and I'm glad it's finally here. It's hard to believe I'm now on vacation for two weeks from work. I out of office is on and we're, we're golden. With that being said, we're going to hop over to our episode with the wonderful host over at what the force podcast, Marie Claire. She joined us for this preview episode where we're talking all about tips and tricks for celebration, what to expect, whether you're a returning veteran or if you're a first timer, I think this episode's especially helpful for first timers of celebration. And we also discuss our excitement for this specific celebration in the age of Star Wars streaming and Star Wars TV. It's a, it's a unique one. It's a new sort of vibe for Star Wars. And we talk all about that as well as, you know, what panels to expect, which ones we're most excited for and everything you need to know for the whole week ahead. We know this is a late breaking episode, so we're hoping to catch you before you finished up your last minute packing checks and uh, have solidified all your plans. Um, if not, join us for the ride. But we hope that we can help you out just a little bit. Uh, so without further ado, on to our conversation with Marie Claire. Folks, we have made it to the final stretch towards Star Wars Celebration Anaheim. It is, it is near us. It is starting next week. We are so excited here at Friends of the Force. And joining us for our special preview episode where we're talking all about what we're most excited for, tips and tricks for any first-timers, it's Marie Claire from What the Force. Marie Claire, welcome. Hi. Hi. So good to have I'm, you. I am a friend of the Force. It's officially. True. And I am here. I am sitting on the couch that I imagine that it is the little cartoon Brad and Sarah chatting. Yeah. We're all, we're live in a cartoon world now. Totally. It's very totally. exciting. <laughs> <laughs> but we are we are getting hyped for the celebration of Star Wars. I can't believe it's here. I was listening to Star Wars music in my car earlier today and getting emotional um because I had it on shuffle for all all of the movies, including the spinoffs. And I listened to like four fanfares. So it was really emotional. <laughs> um, and uh, I can't wait. I, I'm very normal behavior. Very normal behavior. It's all fine. <laughs> yeah, I would say this uh, celebration is just such a unique experience, even compared to other cons you and I were talking about that before recording and it's 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 a really fascinating thing just to be surrounded by 
pretty much everybody who loves Star Wars. Yeah. It's bizarre. It's awesome because it's like, oh my gosh, this community is so, so large. Like the Star Wars fan base is so big and they're so passionate. Um, but also like the community is so small and you start to see everybody that you know. And it's kind of magical in that way because you're like, oh, wait, I know you from Twitter. We've talked for the past thousand years, you know, and like, you know, uh, that's that's really, really fun um, to have those sort of, you know, um, Spider-Man point pointing real- memes <laughs> in real life. Yeah. Re- realization. And then you're like, and what's your at? Which is like the weirdest thing. To <laughs> that, that or I don't know your first name. Um, I only know yeah. your handle. Um, so I only know. What do you like to be yeah. called? <laughs> yeah. So this celebration is very interesting because like like we're talking about, it's been three years since Chicago. Uh, Chicago is the thing that birthed this podcast and made Sarah and I friends that we actually met in person. Uh, for the first time there. And the and only then, time. <laughs> and the only time. We have not met since. I don't actually know if she's a real person, if she's a paid actor. Um, this could hold this whole thing could be a phishing attempt to get my, you know, bank account information. I don't know yet. That's I don't know. true. That's so true. We're gonna confirm I've, next week. I've got the Amazon password, so we're she almost does. there. She's like one step closer to the ultimate identity theft takeover. <laughs> but this is so exciting because like, you know, this was originally what, like August. 2021 then it was like august 2022 and then i got moved to memorial day 2022 and we're like is it kind of happening is it not happening and now we're finally here and it's happening and i hope it doesn't get canceled at the last second because that would be really awkward i think they're taking they're taking enough precautions as well i've been actually very impressed with the amount of precautions that they're taking uh i was very worried for a very long time I know that that's going to make things a little bit slower. And so that's one of the things that from prior celebrations, I will probably have to wrap my head around mm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good on good on celebration for not also changing like safety precautions at the last minute, because I've seen a lot mm-hmm. of conventions being like uh, like anime. There was like an anime convention Asen? that this. Yeah. yeah, they changed their uh, masking rule four days before the convention, which is no, like that was- super awful. That was this past week and it was yeah. it was masks and vaccines. And they were like, yeah. um, okay, and we're not actually requiring either of these things anymore. So see you there on Friday. Uh, and I couldn't literally imagine. a couple of weeks before they said, no, we will not be changing our safety guidelines prior to the event starting. So they lied. Uh, but, you know, we don't have to deal with that for celebration, hopefully. I mean, the clock is still ticking, but like I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm hoping nothing happens. But um you know, I think we're we're really just excited to be back and and grateful for the fact that they are taking precautions in the first place and seem to have be sticking with those because it really does allow us to be in at least a bit safer environment, even though there's going to be tens of thousands of us there. And as long as we each do our part to keep ourselves safe, we in turn are keeping our community safe. And I think that's really important. And I hope that people follow the rules. Yes. And I think it's important to reiterate like it's vaccinations or you have to prove that you don't have COVID via test. Uh, You have to be wearing a mask the whole time. And there is a no hugging rule, which is going to be really, really hard. I don't think that one's going to be enforced. I will say. uh, Yeah. Yeah. And I know like um, Mike Chan, who, um, who just came out with 
brotherhood. Yeah. Uh, he he's actually going to be carrying around a portable HEPA filter. Yeah. Air purifier. And I was like, that's so smart. I live in Canada. There's no way I'm getting one of those before. You can get them on smart. Prime. Uh, and the one that he has is like thirty five dollars. Um, so cool. like that's I didn't know that the, was a thing. Yeah. They're like personal yeah. size. And I think that's another, you know, important tool if uh, that's something that you feel like you need. And I mm-hmm. totally respect Mike for for posting about it a lot, too, because I was looking into them as well. Um, and I think they're pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. yeah, he has an immunocompromised family member and just wants to be super careful. And I totally respect that. And so if that's something that would help you feel uh, safer, I recommend checking those out. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I, I really think that this celebration, I mean, all, you know, all the precautions are in place. So it's definitely going to be a different celebration. But I legitimately think this might be one of the best celebrations. And maybe that's like a bold prediction. But I think just the wait since the last one and just sort of the buildup of hype and and i think there was like this sort of wave after celebration chicago like new podcasts and new fandom friendships um at least speaking for myself um i feel like the doors kind of blew wide open there um and now it's like we've been waiting to like meet all of our online friends and we've been through so much with covid and we're still going through it and then, like on the content side of the house, we're getting Kenobi. It's the 20th anniversary of Attack of the Clones. Like we're getting a lot of good High Republic books, like a new era of publishing, and all these like cool things that are coming out. Andor, like it's just a really good time to be a Star Wars fan. And I feel like this is sort of the reclamation of that in-person fandom experience. Um, it's one thing to to pester each other online and and bicker and argue and you know debate the same talking points over and over every couple weeks when people feel like it and then it's another thing to like be there in person seeing people and talking to people and like actually sharing you know the love of why you're there do you guys kind of feel like this could have a potential to be like one of the better celebration experiences that we've had i mean we've we've each only been to one but i think it has some potential to be pretty special to me what makes celebration sort of work really powerfully is the prospect of the future Mm. and uh so like last celebration was the rise of skywalker trailer which sent everybody buzzing i know kenobi being released during the you know celebration timeline will of course send everybody buzzing but i feel like if they're not willing to announce something big which has been announced at every celebration previously something big like the movie that's coming at some point by somebody uh or something like that uh i don't know i i feel like the the prospect of the future is what really drives celebration buzzing day to day yeah i would say that i agree with that there's a certain newsiness to celebration as a convention specifically. Um, and I think there's some of that, but there's also so much going on at this convention that I think that some of that like overarching buzziness may not be there aside from Kenobi. And maybe it doesn't need to be there aside from Kenobi, but the fact that like the Tales of the Jedi 
panel, which is a new animated shorts anthology uh, series, is like a midday panel as yeah. opposed to a, a beginning of the day panel is interesting to me. Um, also, we don't have anything announced yet, yet, as of recording, um, for a Kenobi Thursday pre-screening hype show. Or any sort of panel about Kenobi. Yeah, other than the like Lucasfilm something. Studio Showcase, which we're yeah. assuming will have Kenobi at it, but we don't really know that for certain. So, like, there's, like, a big question mark that still lingers here, which, like, there are three stages, the three biggest stages, empty from, like, three o'clock to seven o'clock something has mm-hmm. to be happening there you wouldn't just leave those empty where you could be putting things so i have hope that they'll like announce something big and and i think that will get the buzz going um in a big way especially if it's sort of a surprise but i'm kind of i would really appreciate the heads up <laughs> yeah somebody who likes to plan you know, things but i'm trying to plan interviews and like meet and greets and like just hangouts with people yeah. and yeah like i've kept it blocked off in my calendar as well just in case because we're talking 3 30 to any time in the evening that mm-hmm. there is something the other days yeah around that yeah. time on the celebration stage and all three panel big panel rooms are empty so that does lean into something it's suspicious <laughs> look but at really, us on the star wars conspiracy train again isn't it oh lovely? yeah oh I yeah but see back. like that that's what star is all about just, putting on your tinfoil hat and going maybe it'll happen maybe it won't it's, <laughs> it's just the kenobi meme of him looking at the star systems he's like there should be something there, but there isn't. <laughs> exactly. exactly. It's just us being Kenobi, right? Read, like that's, read Pop is Jocasta yeah. new. If it's not on the schedule, it does not exist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But there's like there's like a lot going on and we don't know about light and magic. I mean, we do have Bad Batch season two. I mean, we've gotten mm-hmm. two seasons of Mandalorian, a book of Boba Fett, like visions all since we had our last celebration so i think there's going to be a lot to be excited about a new lego star wars game that we've been talking about since the last celebration uh i mean we're finally getting everybody coming together around the high republic and like the last time or the first time that was actually announced was the last celebration not even practically they yeah, were still calling it, was project it luminous and they yeah. couldn't even talk about it and it was the most vague <laughs> yeah. panel I have, we can't talk about it, but it's going to be cool. Um, <laughs> trust us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I could have, I could have not gone to this panel. Guys. But like, now we're getting kind of everybody in person around that, which is exciting. Yeah. So like, there's a, a lot that's happened here. And I think there's going to be something for every sort of fan here that they can kind of grab onto or, or in a buzzy way or uh, just be like, this is the one panel that I'm super excited about. Um, and Looking at this panel schedule, it is a real wealth of Sophie's choices throughout the entire weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's awesome. It's also incredibly difficult. And that's why we're here just to help provide a little clarity. We're all in this together. <laughs> yeah, we're no experts, but we are people just like everybody else. So <laughs> we can we can all commiserate together and try and figure it out. You make a really great point about how much Star Wars we've gotten since last celebration. Like we've concluded the Skywalker saga too in there and like so much has happened. And to to Marie Claire's point, like about needing that sort of buzz for the convention. Like this is the first Star Wars celebration in the age of Star Wars streaming. 
right? Mm -hmm. So I'm curious as to how they're going to position a lot of the television as sort of the big buzz of the celebration. Like before it was like, hey, we got Mando. And now it's like, hey, we've released three shows this year between Book of Boba Fett, Kenobi, and Andor, and possibly again Mando in the fall, and also like Bad Batch somewhere in there, and maybe Tales of the Jedi, and maybe Vision Season 2. Like there's a lot of Star Wars that could come out this year that we don't know about. So we're sort of entering this era, like to what Sarah says, there's something for everybody. And I think that that is a benefit of streaming is like, you know, let's say you wait three years for a film and it's not your thing. You're kind of like, ah, great. I wasted all that time for nothing. Whereas now it's like, (laughs) if you sort of have this, like, you know, uh, carte blanche platter of, of Star Wars, uh, you can kind of choose and pick, what what's your fancy throughout the year you kind of get a little bit of everything and maybe you don't want this one thing for a couple of weeks but mm. then you get the next thing the next couple of weeks after that right and i'll be curious to see like what they announce at the lucasfilm showcase because that's going to be to marie claire's point where the where the kicker is um i do hope though there is a film announced if it's taika's which seems to be the next one they're working on according to the vanity fair article that seems to be yeah the buzz yeah the one that would be coming out possibly in the next two years so Bryce yeah. Dallas Howard's movie. That would be a huge that that would actually be like a crazy announcement, I think. I think yeah, that maybe maybe it's a long dark horse there. Uh, yeah. But I do think that they might keep the Mando Plus like any of those interconnected type stories, so like Rangers of the Outer Rim if that's still happening, um Ahsoka Mandalorian, like all of those shows to the Mando Plus panel, which is on Saturday. Mm-hmm. I think this will be primarily, I hope, new stuff that either we don't know about or we haven't really learned much about, like uh act like concept art or oh. something like that would be really cool to see in the Lucasfilm showcase, in addition to any sort of new announcements. Cause like like that's they like to make the news yeah, for the weekend. For sure. And putting that on a Thursday, which is usually not their big day for announcements, usually it's Friday. It was weird. Yeah. To me. Yeah, I agree. But they like to make the news. So <laughs> should be interesting. Yeah. That one, okay. Let's I mean talking about panels to look out for that's definitely one to to keep on your radar whether you get into that lottery or not because i think that will be one where we get some curveballs thrown at us and some insider info that we just, just didn't know about before i just want the d23 or was it comic con like pat like announcements spree that marvel did like i just right. want i want that like where they bring <laughs> people out on stage and they're like and starring in Taika's movie will be X person will be like, what? Like, I just want something that's like really gets your blood going. Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. I just want some sequel trilogy stuff. That's all I want. It's all I want. A movie, a TV show. Give it to me, please. Anything at all. Merch. Yeah. No? Okay. Yeah. I'll do it. Yeah. yeah. A whole TV series about Ben Solo going in between the world between worlds and just wandering aimlessly for six episodes. Be cool. I would watch it. I would watch it. Just call Again, it ghost like stories. A, would you watch Adam Driver read from a phone book? <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. So this would make money. 
I would love him to like be walking down the world between worlds and like the portals open up and he sees a thing from Star Wars. He's like, well, that's cool. You know, and just like <laughs> gives like really short commentary to each each moment. Oh, nice. The trench run. <laughs> My dad told me about that. I, this is the Lego Star Wars Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is special again or holiday special. Sarah, you judge me, but you know you would watch that. You know you'd watch it. But I'm judging your impression more than I'm judging the thought. Okay. All right. I'm not, I'm not, you know, I'm not Matthew Wood. I'm not Adam Driver. They, they can, they can keep their Kylo Ren impressions. I got my own. So to each his own. So we all went to 2019 and I kind of want to talk just like a little bit about our 2019 experience. I know that was a really hard transition. Just roll with me here. Don't worry about it. I'm here. Um, But I kind of want to talk about 2019 and what sort of fears you had going into 2019 or expectations that you had and ultimately some of the biggest lessons that you learned at the end of your 2019 convention experience that we can kind of impart to maybe listeners who are going for the first time or haven't been in many years. What's the vibe? Uh, I'd watched almost all the celebrations that had been available to be streamed since they had been streaming online and it did not even prepare me for being at celebration. It is so overwhelming with the, like the loudspeakers playing Star Wars music constantly mm-hmm. to people who are in these amazing and creative cosplays like uh, the Star Wars characters as Sailor Moon characters. Right. Like they just like cross amazing characters that you're like, I didn't even think that would be possible. Um, or just like hyper-realistic, like 501st or Rebel Legion, like versions of characters. You're going to get stuff that like we haven't seen live action from like High Republic. Holy heck. This go around. And Visions. Bad Visions, Batch, Bad lot. Batch, yeah. like stuff that just doesn't exist in real life and cosplayers especially go out and make that happen. Like uh, somebody, the the one I remember the most was um, Kaz cosplayer who came over from Japan. Yeah. got this great picture of him. He's so good. And then there was also a cosplayer of the singer from Solo uh, and oh her costume gosh. was just out of this world and then just like oh hey there's a bb8 bb8 just like driving by or you know or there's this just really cool thing happening like there was um a rap like crew one time where they were all like dressed up as like rappers but also like doing some sort of performance thing and like they had to like a slave Leia and like like I'm like this just showed up or you'll have like the Saber Guild like doing demonstrations like randomly in the middle of the hallway and you're like and this is happening to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> or or one of my personal favorites, the crew of people that every year, no matter what, comes dressed in Starfleet uniforms and they're like, make Trek, not war. Um, or like, <laughs> yeah. we can coexist. And and like, and there are the funny things like that uh, that are always really fun. Or like um, pink shorts, boom guy, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. The very, very niche things that you're like, okay, God bless you for for thinking of that and bringing it here because it's perfect. Like, or there was the one guy, you know, um, seagulls, stop it, please. Yeah, uh, there is a guy uh, who cosplays as Luke. Seagulls, stop it, please. Um, 
it's very iconic. There are seagulls coming all <laughs> off of him and like on sticks and things. Um, and that was one of my favorites from 2019. So I, I think it's like a great thought. Like there's going to be cosplay that you can't even fathom. And then of course, like anybody dressed as Amidala, you just like yeah. your brain melts. Cause you don't even can't even physically imagine fabrics that beautiful. Um, like there was like an Island of Octo. Yes. Like somebody, somebody was <laughs> so dressed as the Island island of octo and i was like what like yep. you, you, you know and i'm i'm sure we're gonna get some randy the interns in addition mm. to mike or matt the red art tech like those sorts of things as well as like jeans guy i'm sure somebody's gonna dress as jeans guy with like a wall like <laughs> that, that's the sort of thing like those esoteric and like weird star wars things that happen they end up coming out there's like george lucas cosplayers there's and you're like I appreciate this and I didn't know I needed this. So that just the vibes of the, of celebration are always immaculate. Yes, I will. I will agree. I will agree and say that like, there's a particular energy between like you and that cosplayer and everybody else who's really excited about that or anything else that's going around on around you. That's always really magical. Um, and you're always looking and finding something new or you're seeing the same person for the 20th time that weekend, which it will inevitably happen. They're like, and you're like, do I know you? Oh, no, I just have seen you 20 times. Or you do know them and you're like, ah. uh, <laughs> hey, <yeah>. friend. Um, <laughs> um, hey, hey. <laughs> but like, I think a, a cosplay note for people who are not in cosplay, who you know haven't gone to conventions before, always ask the cosplayer before you take a photograph with them or of them. Um, that's just common courtesy. Uh, cosplayers are people too. And sometimes they are running to the restroom or uh, sitting and eating a snack or just aren't available for a photo for any reason. So, and generally speaking, do not touch people without asking permission as well during a photo. Like that's a really big thing. It's cosplay, not consent. And that's like a big convention thing that I I just want to reiterate. And also (laughs) like the costumes can often be very it, it, in addition to cosplay is not consent but like costumes can be very expensive and fragile and you never know bumping them may break a piece of the costume so don't do that either um yeah you don't want to have to deal with um harming somebody else's costume or person and that's no good for anybody so mm-hmm. i will say for myself uh celebration chicago was my first and like my whole life i feel like growing up i didn't have a lot of people to talk to about star wars and i started to like started to dabble in star wars podcasts and that's what kind of drove me to want to go to celebration and i feel like once i got there i I grew so much in my comfort comfortability as a fan like i didn't really feel like it was anything to be ashamed of anymore or like embarrassed about or like shy about i could just like talk about star wars and not feel like there was any sort of judgment or or whatever and obviously i'm saying that as like a you know a straight white dude so it's a, you know i'm a little privileged in that way too so i recognize that but at the same time like it was really cool to go to celebration and see like this whole world open up and like all these fans like we're talking about with like such deep cuts of costumes that you're like i never would have thought somebody knew about that little that little easter egg or that little tiny detail or like the, the luke seagulls guy like you just don't think about those things until you actually see them, like we're saying. And I think that was the wonderful thing about going to celebration and being like, whoa, oh my God, wow. And like pointing at all the things that are happening around you. So to that point, it will be very overwhelming. You're going to see a lot the whole weekend. 
And like my best piece of advice is like, you know, plan a little bit, like kind of know what you want to do while you're there and kind of what your approach is. Like if you're a big panels person and you want to do a bunch of panels, like that's okay. If you just want to spend the whole weekend not going to any panels and you just want to walk around the show floor and meet and talk to people and and like hang out at the Star Wars show stage, that is totally a cool way to spend your whole weekend as well. Like there is no right or wrong way to do celebration. And I think you will kind of learn each and every celebration that you go to. Like we're going to learn a lot, I'm sure, the second celebration, you know, mm-hmm. like what not to do and Absolutely. what to do. Um, and I, I know at Celebration Chicago, I think I didn't spend enough time on the show floor. So that's something I want to do this time. And that's the cool part about it. So just kind of go into the weekend knowing there is not a right way of doing it. You will figure it out. And the next time you go, it might be a little different. And that's totally okay too. Um, but feel free to go with the flow as well. Like things happen and you just got to adjust and you'll have a good time no matter what. Yeah. I think that something that is, is worth internalizing is like it doesn't matter whether you're going alone or with friends you're going to come across people you're going to meet people situations are going to change somebody's going to decide you or you're going to decide you don't want to go to that panel and then you're going to join off with a group that doesn't want to go into that panel so like the situations are constantly shifting and that's a fun and good thing and not necessarily a bad thing um and and i agree with brad like know what your approach is if you're somebody who's like, I'm here for the exclusives, I'm here for the shopping. OK, make sure to line up early um, so you can be on the show floor at 10 a.m. You know, uh, make sure that you're lightning lane, you're ready to go for the celebration store, other exclusives. If your approach is like, I don't care about spending money, I'm just here for the people, I'm here for the panels like that necessitates a totally different day, uh, you know, or your weekend. Um my best piece of advice as somebody who went uh, in 2019 when they were a broke college student, um, you know, many of us have been there. Be kind to your wallet uh, just broadly and also know that like it's going to be OK generally like if you don't get the thing because there's going to be something else. And um, I know like everybody has that one thing that they deeply regret not getting and it happens to all of us. but. You know, don't go over your reasonable budget because, like, ultimately there is more to life than Star Wars. Um, and you want to be able to make rent and put food on your table. And those things are important, too. So, like, I know spending is a big part of this particular convention, but also you don't have to join that. If you do not want to or if you cannot. That's now you're really calling me out mm-hmm. about me wanting to spend four hundred and fifty dollars <laughs> on a statue of max rebo's ass crack i am calling you out about that but also like i was a broke college student in 2019 and i could not buy a lot and so i didn't uh and and ultimately i had to be okay with that because i knew that's what i could do um and that it was just a blessing to be there in the first place and, and it was and it's okay and like there's one thing i regret not getting um and that is the gorg plushie uh, but that's OK. Like, you know, I will come across a Gorg plushie one day and I will give it a big <laughs> hug and be good. You know, like it's a it's, hand puppet. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Even I, I think even I, better. I it, like right behind me, actually. If Amazing. you want me to show you. Amazing. Um, I agree with all of that. I do think that like you will get get given a lot oh. of interesting oh, things. Yeah. Like, yes. That's also something like uh, a lot of people create 
their own creations to give them away or to trade them for other people's creations. There's tons of buttons and pins and and cool things. People come up with the most inventive pin concepts. Uh, like one of my favorites from last celebration was Disney Prince uh, for Ben Solo. Yeah. And it's like the Disney writing, like Disney prints, and it had Ben Solo on it. And uh, <laughs> I treasure that pin. Um, you'll also just like run into people who are like, I want to give you this thing. And you're like, cool. So there are things that you can get that like will be given to you just because Star Wars fans want to share the Star Wars joy. Mm-hmm. Um, I do recommend like maybe finding one small thing, whether you can afford it. Uh, or it's like just the one thing you're planning on buying just because it is nice to have one thing Mm -hmm. to like, even if it's like, Oh, I bought this pair of socks. Well then you can wear those socks and like enjoy them. And like, you know, it's, but again, don't go over your budget. Like Sarah said, it's really, really important because what I take home and took home from last celebration was the time with people, the conversations going for Korean food one night, which is like nothing related to Star Wars, but like all of these cool people were like, let's go for Korean. I'll be like, yeah, let's go for Korean. It'll be like Brad saying, let's go to Denny's. And we'll be like, yeah, let's go to Denny's. And, it, and like, we'll remember, <laughs> yeah, like we'll remember the Denny's hangout and we may not remember like that thing we could have bought. Um, yeah. There is a lot of pressure to buy, buy, buy at Celebration. And, you know, that works for some people and it doesn't work for others. So mm-hmm. really, really important to keep that in mind. Yeah. Celebration's pricey. That is that is for sure. And I think um, y- you make a great point. Like, don't feel that pressure to spend. Although try to f- maybe find, like you said, that one thing. I think that's a good point. To Even if I personally think like the pins are great. Like if you're in the Celebration store and you can find maybe that like one pin at the cashier line that like really speaks to you um especially like all the different character pins that usually have like mystery packs and you can like open it up and see who you get like those are always really fun to see like you know what character am i gonna get um pins are always a great option so make sure you have a good lanyard too that can collect a lot of those pins because for me i didn't i bought like a lot of shirts at celebration chicago not like a lot of like really big expensive items but my memento Mm -hmm. is my lanyard with all of the pins that i collected from the weekend and like that's not really that was a lot of just like handouts and things that i kind of found along the way and like like i cherish it now you know it's it's sort of and it was like not that expensive yeah if i can talk about swag for just a, just a, a hot second oh yeah um there is a lot of moving items happening on the celebration show floor and around the convention and you do not have to bring something to trade or to give an exchange again as marie claire said like people will just run up to you and give you things or you'll you'll be in a conversation with somebody and they'll be like oh i have a button would you like it say yes unless you really hate the design because it's it's fun to have a memento of that interaction i will say there are people there who have created patches and challenge coins and other items specifically to trade with other people who have those items Mm -hmm. um so know that somebody may say no uh, if you ask for their item, but that will broadly not happen because I would say more people than not are just handing things out. Again, you do not need to come with anything uh, and don't feel bad if you do not come with anything. We're kind of at a point where there's not really a turnaround time to to make it happen this year. But if you 
get something really great this year, you can always be like, oh my gosh, I know exactly what I want to do in years in years future. Um, so like in 2019, I did a Rose Tico defense squad because I was just like, got to go to bat for my girl Rose Tico. And I'm doing a follow up this year. It's kind of the same idea, same thing. Um, but just freebies, you know, I'm hoping to give them out to cosplayers uh, as well as other fans. So all you have to do is be a fan of the thing to get the thing, you know? Um, so yeah. that's, that's what makes it fun. Um, and, and make sure that in your suitcase, you're packing with a little bit of extra room, knowing that you're oh, going to yeah. get a, a bunch of these ultimately. So just be aware, do not pack to the brim because you will buy something that you will need to put back in your suitcase. And if you don't have room to do it, you'll have to ship it and shipping is expensive. So if you can avoid that, avoid it. Absolutely. I would say one other piece of advice too we're talking a lot about how many people you're going to run into whether they're giving out free swag or whether you're waiting in line and this is something i challenge myself in chicago it may not work for everybody force yourself to talk to people and i think yeah like if i didn't force myself to talk to sarah like we wouldn't be here today right and so you just never know you force yourself to talk to me because i feel like we were like no, I I'm not- <laughs> should we say something to each other? I don't know. Well, we've, we've gone over that story a hundred <laughs> times, but it, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, you know, try to go out of your comfort zone a little bit, like push yourself a little bit, challenge yourself. Like I, there were so many situations where like, you know, I waited in the Star Wars Celebration store line for eight hours on like the Wednesday preview day, but it was fun because like the whole like couple people around me like we chatted for like eight hours like it was fun <laughs> like we were there chatting the whole time about star wars um a couple people ended up friending each other on facebook it was really cool and um there was another panel that i was waiting for where i was talking to a guy and we ended up going to a couple panels together throughout the weekend and um he just actually added me on twitter the other day and was like oh my god we were in the queue together and now you have a podcast and you're on the podcast stage that's so cool good luck and i'm like I haven't talked to that person in like years. And so it's just cool. Like the connections that you form at celebration. So like if you're waiting in line, take advantage of that silence, maybe unless the person doesn't want to clearly be bothered, but like maybe say hi to the person and be like long wait, huh? Like just do the awkward small talk and like ask them what their favorite star Wars is. Like, do you like the last Jedi? Uh, do you like resistance? You know, do you read the high Republic? Um, so that, that's my big piece of advice my biggest because you will meet a friend at celebration if you kind of approach it that way and you don't have to approach it that way but um it's definitely a worthwhile approach in my opinion you will also come across star wars people mm-hmm. right yeah <laughs> like that's that's the the weird thing i met uh matt uh martin mm-hmm. i met uh leland chi i met uh, David W. Collins. I met Claudia Gray. She was having lunch. I came up and I said, you're amazing. Uh, and I'm, my podcast is called What the Force. And, uh, you know, we, you've been on my podcast. She'd been on my podcast before that point, but this is me. And she's like, oh my God. And we literally sat down for half an hour to talk about the force. And I mean, I'm not saying all interactions are going to be like that, but for the most part, people really genuinely do like to hear that you love their work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is nice too. I I saw Dave Filoni passing in a hallway surrounded by guards because it was like one of the busy hallways between panels that people were trying to make, to make it to. Um, yeah. You're just going to run into people and you're going to be like, 
that's that person. Oh my God. Yeah. 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 And then um, my favorite thing is you'll realize how tall or short some of the people that you know, or uh, like, you know, Lucasfilm people are like, I recall um, standing at the Star Wars uh, show live stage and I was like, hmm, I think that's Matt Martin. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to bother him, but I'm pretty sure it's Matt Martin. He is a tiny he's human. Like, he's like five two, you know, and you're just like, hmm, yeah, he's wearing a backpack. I think that's my Martin. I had that experience. Oh, I met him. <laughs> I met him waiting in line at uh, in, in Times Square at New York Comic Con for the Disney store release of the Tross merchandise. <laughs> Isn't it interesting? He's a great guy. Um, he is. He yeah. is a lovely human. He's so nice. I think my other kind of piece of advice, this all kind of runs together here, but is be really nice to yeah. everybody but especially um the people who are exhibitors and who are running the booths i have done that uh and it is exhausting um it is really really fun um at least i find it to be really fun but it also can just be a really really long day especially as we get later in the convention days three and four take into account that also all of these exhibitors have come one or two days ahead of time to set up their entire booth. Uh, and then at the day after or right after the convention ends, they are also going to be tearing the whole booth down. So recognize that they're working and doing a job. And uh, if if a line has to be cut off at a certain point, don't be a jerk to that person. Um, and also just be extra nice to people because it's been three years since like since the last one. Um, and we're all kind of getting back in the swing of things. I've done a couple of conventions as an exhibitor uh, since COVID has begun, but it's a bit of a different process when everybody's in a mask and when you're trying to social distance even a little bit. Um, so yeah, be, be kind to the people you meet on the floor uh, and exhibitors because they cannot necessarily control the amount of stock that they have. Um, they are just there to sell it most of the time. So yeah. Yeah. And you know, kindness is just the small thing that we can learn from you know star wars having compassion for those who are just there to like be there yeah. you know it's their job right and mm -hmm. yeah also like don't be afraid to have conversations with those people either i as an exhibitor love it when people share their fandom with me um and tell me why they like i'm a bookseller so like why they love the book that they're getting or what they're most excited about um you know, don't be afraid to like talk to those people if they have a moment to talk because they probably would like a more an interaction that's more than just like your total is two hundred dollars. Um, so, you know, uh, if if time allows for that, uh, they're all people too. So, and and many of many many of them are big fans as well. So, you know, not every single person who is is going to be there is going to be a super um, you know knowledgeable or, or big fan, but many many will be. And they're just like, hey, I'm here to work it instead of be a fan here, but I would be a fan here if I wasn't working it sort of a vibe. So, <laughs> you know, that's a part of it too. I think it's just really, most people will be kind. And if you find somebody who's just like not being kind, like just avoid them. That was rare for me, but occasionally you do get people who are a little cranky and tired. Yeah. And which is, which is understandable again, because we are doing four long days, not including any, you know, Disney or other action packed vacation days on either side of the convention. So, mm -hmm. you know, just give people grace uh, and, you know, also give people space if they need it. Yeah. Yeah. So we've talked a lot about advice for celebration. I think we should talk a little bit about what to bring. 
and things to keep mm. in mind this episode's coming out on saturday before celebration so hopefully some of you listening haven't already left yet and maybe you're like ah yes i need to get that thing in my bag yeah um, last minute packing here yeah yeah i'm still packing i'm still i'll be packing until sunday night probably and i'll get two hours of sleep it'll be great i believe that unfortunately <laughs> yeah yeah it's it's a time but hey let's talk about the essentials uh a couple of them right off the top bring good walking shoes you are going to be standing a lot you're going to be walking a lot if you have your fitbit on you're getting 30 to forty thousand steps all week you're you're doing yep. it you're going hard um so minimum minimum for me was 25 one slow day yeah yeah uh i recommend two pairs at least because you can sure. switch them each day uh three if you can fit them just mm-hmm. because it you're gonna get blisters on from one of your pairs of shoes and you're like i can't afford to have that blister be there again and it rests your feet weirdly it's like rules for disneyland too right? mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and to that point be kind to yourself all weekend like know your limits yeah. it is okay if you need to take a break or if you need to like sit down or maybe you just can't make it to that panel because you do not want to push yourself physically to get there or you know it's it's an exhausting weekend right so just be kind to yourself um bring a water bottle bring advil because you're going to get headaches we're all going to get mm-hmm. them um, bring band-aids for those blisters, you know, just like the small things, you know, have a backpack where you can put a lot of those things into. And so you're not having to like run back and forth between your hotel all weekend and, and get those supplies. Um, and also like have snacks in your bag too, because you have to eat. (laughs) And a lot of the convention food is very overpriced. So if you just come prepared with those snacks in your bag, like you'll be golden and you can just take a break and eat. Some of the key panels are over top of lunch. Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's like the first panels of the day sometimes are starting at 11 and then go to 1230. And then there's, there's something that you want to go and hit up immediately after. Uh, it's sometimes hard to fit in a solid meal. So have a really good breakfast in the morning, you know, plan on like something good at night and then just like kind of eat like snacking throughout the day if you can. I, um, my kind of trick uh, as an exhibitor has been to make sure that I eat a lunch. Um, I think that's mm-hmm. really key in order to just having the stamina. But even if it's I, not at time. Yeah, even if it's not a lunch time. Like yeah. one day it was at four o'clock, yeah. you know, like, but it was food. Um yeah. and the thing for me is I just brought ham and bologna sandwiches. I know very, very glamorous, not peanut butter and jelly. I don't like peanut butter and jelly. All the listeners now know this. Um, sorry guys. Uh, but like <laughs> I just brought an easy sandwich that I could throw in my bag. Um, and I made sure to eat it every day. Um, because mm. I know that in 2019, I went until six o'clock without eating anything one day. And then I realized, oh, crap, I have put nothing in my body. Um, and that was a problem because I was exhausted and I, I was fatiguing quite quickly. And you don't want to find yourself in that situation and having to scramble because either food is closed or um you know, there's nothing in your immediate vicinity. So having either a sandwich or snacks or a protein bar, something that can just pump you up um, and and be a quick thing that you can eat uh, while you're on the move uh, anywhere sort of in the convention center where you can find a place to sit uh, or stand and whatever works for you. But like, yeah, just having that on your person as opposed to like having or going to food trucks or having to get overpriced, really crappy convention food can be helpful as well. And if you bring a sandwich, 
you can save yourself a couple of bucks um, because convention food can get really expensive, uh, as with food truck food. So even if you want to splurge on one of those things one day, having a meal in your bag will save you eight dollars mm-hmm. that, that you can spend on then merch. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So those were a couple of essentials. I don't know if you guys have other ones that we might have listed and hadn't gotten to or ones that you brought to celebration before that you thought were extremely valuable for people to bring. Uh, yeah, I have a couple. Um, you can order them off Amazon, but they're locking pinbacks because yes, the ones that you get with any of the official pins or even the ones at Disney are these plastic ones that your pin will literally just slide off as soon as you have any sort of like, I don't know, weight applied to it, I guess. Or if it gets caught on your clothes or whatever, you'll lose your pin that you just spent like your good hard-earned money that you brought a sandwich to buy yeah yeah um (laughs) you know like uh so the locking pin backs you can get them i think they're like five dollars to get like a bag of 50 of them it's really awesome and then they will stay yeah because they lock in place and then baggies like just baggies for things because i find like sometimes you get you'll be given something and it's like oh a bunch of pins and maybe you've run out of space on your lanyard or whatever and you just want to make sure to keep them kind of all together uh having a couple of Ziploc bags in your bag uh as well as your um luggage is really really important mm-hmm. yes. as well yes I would also say something important to think about is if you want to do things after the convention and don't want to hop right in your pajamas, consider bringing an extra change of clothes um, for your day, Uh, something that you can throw in your bag um, because it's also going to be warm. um, But, you know, you know, when you like go to work, you come back from work and you're in your work clothes and you're like, I feel like I'm. I feel like it's been a long day and I'm a little sweaty in my work clothes. And then you put on some lounging clothes and you're like, oh, my God, I feel like a new person. Same applies to celebration. <laughs> yeah. If you are going to get done with the convention at you know seven o'clock, but you're also going to go to a meetup or something, um, dinner even after the, the convention, consider just like bringing a new T-shirt. You'll feel fresher. You'll feel better. Um, and especially since it's going to be warm and you might get a little sweaty for me that's really important (laughs) um and also you can like bring another pair of shoes even if it's a less sturdy pair of shoes for evenings out too if it's um, a sandal or a flip-flop as opposed to your uh you know big uh walking shoes that you can Mm -hmm. then give your feet and the shoe a rest before you pick up the next one take a quick rinse when you get back to your hotel get that layer of shower celebration off you before your night out you know like Get that con crud off of you because con crud's real. Like you will, you could possibly get sick from going to these sorts of conventions. And like, obviously now with, with COVID, that's like an extra concern to have, but like take your like cleanliness very seriously at the convention, like bring an extra stick of deodorant with you in your backpack when you're walking around. Like you just never know what could happen. Bring hand sanitizer. I have like, I live and die by those little like clip hand sanitizers that like stick kind of rope right in your bag and you can just like kind of reach behind you and squeeze a little hand sanitizer and you're good like be prepared with all that stuff because you want to feel clean throughout the whole week or else you're just gonna like hate your life (laughs) especially when it's really hot out 
bring extra masks for yes. yourself because oh, yeah. you could like ruin one or drop one on the ground and you don't want to be putting that back on your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I probably disposable ones, although like cloth ones are accepted, I think as well, but it just, it helps if you're like, Oh, that one's gross. Blah. Throw it out and get a new one on your face. Um, for sure. And then this is a little known fact. I didn't know it before I came to Celebration, but any of the big panels that feature official Lucasfilm properties, so oh, Bad Batch Season 2 or Mandalorian or The Showcase will give you a poster after every single one of them that is like a big thing. So having even like a cheap dollar store poster tube in your bag. You don't have to have one of the fancy ones that you carry around with you unless you're kind of buying art and you want to keep it safe for the day. But just something to be able to roll it up and take it home with you so it stays intact before it gets home. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Unless you're somebody who's like, I'm just going to pass my poster off to somebody who don't want it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you have something. Uh, Like, I'm, I don't know if I have a poster tube, uh, but like, I've got a friend, Brad who's willing to let me share but like i'm thinking about bringing um a mailer uh just mm-hmm. like a stiff mailer that i got sent a poster to in to put on that i know fits in my bag um at my suitcase rather uh that i could put at least flat i don't know if any of that yeah. made sense but no, yeah but that's actually what that- i've done for every i did that for new york comic-con i had like those clear the plastic ones because yeah. sometimes when you go get a print they'll there's like usually uh, they'll probably have one in like the celebration art show there's like a booth where you can buy like clear plastic um like those like you said like they're flat they're plastic they're see-through and you can slide a print right in them sometimes when you get a print they'll give you like a large bag to put the print in and then so you put the print inside the flat plastic and then you put the plastic inside the bag and then the bag has handles and then you're golden and you can stuff all sorts of like small posters in there you can even stuff like small yeah. small uh, postcards that you get throughout the convention like anything you can just throw right in there um that's how i've and it'll keep done flat conventions. I, yeah. I like that better than rolling the tubes because it did take a while for my like posters that i gotten from the panels to unroll mm-hmm. i i have i have the opec one from the resistance panel, which I, I love still to this day. So that's I bought that my, off eBay. <laughs> that's my biggest star Wars regret was not going to that panel in 2019. Um, Whoa, big regret, big regret, not going to the resistance panel. Um, yeah, yeah not even a real resistance fan is really at the, <laughs> really what's <laughs> happening here. Um, but I mean, with panels and I'm going to kind of go back to like a piece of advice here, but like with panels for me specifically, I prefer the newsier, buzzier panels as opposed to just like a fan panel that's going Mm. through something that I already know about. Um, And that's not a dig to fan panels because I have nothing but respect for like anybody who's like putting a a PowerPoint together, who's putting an idea together. I mean, like I'm saying this as somebody who's going to be on the podcast stage, like, so we're going to be doing that anyway. Um, But but those are fun, too, because it's somebody that you either... Uh, know of or listen to which that's a different vibe but for me um one of my bigger regrets from 2019 was that i went to uh, a fan panel that i didn't end up getting a lot of out of and i missed the resistance panel um which Mm. i regret to this day because it it seems like it was really really a ton of fun and also that poster slaps it was wild i went to it it was it was wild it was the first thing i watched when i got home from my flight and i was like damn 
I really and screwed they showed up. Us, they showed us the two episodes that weren't out for like a couple of months. And yeah. I, that yeah. was wild. Yeah. yeah, it didn't premiere um, until October. So you're talking yeah. April to October. That's, yeah, it's a long time. Yeah. Six months. So you yeah. kind of just like know what you're going for. And I think for me, like after that, it really solidified that like, oh, I really enjoy the the newsy sort of panels yeah. and would like to be in those rooms if I can be, uh, if I don't have anything that overlaps with that. So um, yeah, if you're like, no, the fan panels are where it's at. I really just kind of want to recap these sorts of ideas or explore this new idea uh, with somebody who's a fan expert, then like go for it because they like fans are experts and they have lots of incredible things to say. Like we all have lots of incredible things to say and fan panels can be really, really cool as well. I did go to a couple that were awesome in 2019. So it's, it's like really kind of yeah putting together the best mix for you, which can sometimes be difficult, but um, I do think it's yeah. important to like explain the differences between the rooms. So like the celebration stage is the big stage. It's an arena. It's, like, it's an arena, right? So there's going to be floor seating. There's going to be, like wall-to-wall stadium seating. Yeah. It's huge. And when they have that, plus the Galaxy stage, which is the next biggest stage, which is a huge convention floor room filled with chairs. And it's huge. Like thousands it of is people. Huge. Thousands of people in the Galaxy stage. And then the Twin Suns is, I would say, maybe half that size. Yeah, but it's still like the the other quote unquote like official like yeah lucasfilm is putting programming up there stage um they typically do like pat like uh publishing panels in the twin suns they'll do something like um you know like meeting with c-3po in the galaxy stage and then they'll do like the official like mando plus or star wars showcase in all three like it just is sort of like that and i think that just knowing how big these stages are and that if you want to get a good seat for some of them. Like depends on like if you're doing a lightning lane, you have to kind of get there early if you're not <laughs> to line up to get a good seat because they start to like let people in and start to fill them up. And it um it it's it's a lot of waiting in line no matter what. And I think people kind of forget that <laughs> that mm-hmm. it's yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a convention that has tens of thousands of people at it. And all three of those major stages that you mentioned have like typically have additional queues that are dedicated mm-hmm. to those stages. So for first timers, like don't expect to get there if 320, if the panel starts at 330 and like be able to get a seat, like make sure you're booking time to get in line or... um see what the line looks like to see you know if you can if you should get in line right now or you can wait a little bit because occasionally those stages do fill up and you're kind of out of luck at that point because they're not going to let you stand around the the walls so i would just be aware of that and how many like things you're booking for yourself in your day Mm -hmm. yeah like that's the one thing that i caught on to right away and so like i made the one to two things I wanted to make sure to do yeah. a priority. And even like the podcast stage will fill up, the university and fan panel stages will fill up and they yep. just won't let you in like once the thing starts, right? Like it, or or if it it's full, they cut off the line. And so you will be queuing for like everything. And that's like a weird thing that people are like, oh, I've got to this thing. No, no, no. There's like a line for everything that you do. Um that 
and and sometimes like the Lucasfilm Studio showcase, which is going to be the equivalent of the episode nine that we went to, mm-hmm. right? That one, there'll be a long lineup that first day. So if you can get your vaccination wristband and your badge early, that's really important. And they are doing yeah. those on Wednesday too. And vaccination Tuesday. and oh they, and Tuesday. They open that on Tuesday? Yeah. If you go to StarWarsCelebration.com, it's like a banner kind of in the middle of the page there. Wow. So they have they they updated that because it was only supposed to be Wednesday. Yeah, there are a couple hours now on Tuesday. Um Ooh, wee. so yeah. wee. if you're gonna be there so, early and you can get that on Wednesday, do it because it gives you a little more time to sleep and have that hearty breakfast on Thursday and kind of just go right to the convention center and um hopefully it all goes pretty smooth. Um, it for the should. Most part. They, uh, I, I mean, I will say Read Pop has done a handful of conventions between, you know, conventions starting back up and and now. And at least for me, it went really smoothly at both the mm-hmm. Star Trek convention and C two E two. Yeah, New York Comic Con was a breeze too, because um, they also run that. So, oh, they did add it. Wow, that's yeah. great. So it's that's great. Tuesday noon to five, Wednesday two to eight, and then I would imagine all day Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah, um, I think it says early as six a.m. Yes, yes. So, so yeah. whatever you can make work for you, the earlier the better. We'd all recommend that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, there are a lot of panels to choose from, but I will echo Marie Claire's point. Like. And Sarah and I did this because we had a whole list of of things that we wanted to go see. And then we've gone back through our panel wish list like several times and every multiple, time. Multiple hour <laughs> Zoom yeah. calls. Yeah. And like, I think ultimately we've kind of landed at a place where we're like, okay, like worst case scenario, we only make it to one panel each day. Which one are we choosing? And so having that expectation is not setting your, yourself up for disappointment because the last thing you want to do is be so set on something happening that when it doesn't, it kind of ruins your mood and like ruins the vibe of the day. And then you're kind of stuck on that. What's the next best thing I could do? You know, whether that is just hanging out on the show floor and exploring a little bit more. Oh, I missed that panel. Well, I'm going to go over to a fun booth and see what they're all about. Right. So just have a backup plan and don't be disappointed if things don't always go according to plan. Um, Because it won't. Yeah. My other piece of advice, um, you know, other than like looking through the panel list quite in a detailed manner, um, just so you have a full knowledge of what you're getting yourself into uh, or what options you have, is also to study the map and just have Mm -hmm. a general idea of where the booth, where the one thing you want to buy is located at, where all the stages are generally located at, um, where autographs and photographs are. And just how to navigate yourself around, because that's half the battle. I find, you know, at a big convention in a big Mm -hmm. convention center, especially if you haven't been to it before, like I haven't been to Anaheim Convention Center, so it's going to be a new uh, locale for me. So, uh, you know, I've already (laughs) I've already been like Anaheim Convention Center floor plans Um, just to have a better idea of the uh, like the spaces I'm going to be in and then once the map drops you can bet that i will spend an hour um looking up every room size and also like where the stairs are and where elevators are and how much time it would theoretically take for me to get to point a to point b and so if you have a map question you can probably ask me during the weekend because i'm (laughs) one of those people that will spend way too much time on it but it like helps me to be able to get around uh, in an easier manner. So instead of it taking 10 minutes to figure out that we need to go right and then up the stairs and then make a left to get to the, the panel room, 
I kind of just kind of know what direction I'm headed in, um, which can cut down on that time, which then you get into the, the panel line faster and then you're in the room. Um, so it all counts, all of the research and, and <laughs> time that you spend beforehand. Keep uh, keep your uh, keep your friends in text messages or a group chat uh, being like, hey, just got out of this panel. What's everybody up to? Yeah. And have you a know? meeting spot. Have a meeting spot that mm-hmm. like doesn't crowd with people between panels because there's going to be like choke points. Oh, for real. Yeah. You know, there was choke points in Chicago, but uh, I don't know Anaheim. So, but there will, I'm sure there there will be panel choke points like, oh no, the one panel just left out. Also, any of the big, big panels will be shown on the Star Wars Celebration floor show. The first panels of the day. The first panels of the day. And then they'll have these like really cool after interviews that you have to watch on YouTube after if you're not there. I did not know about that. I did not. I was like, wait, Kelly Tran was on the stage and I freaking missed it after the Tross panel. Are you kidding me? That's actually one of my biggest regrets from Celebration is not watching Andy and Anthony who are going to be back with like Hector Navarro and... Um, I'm blanking on who else is going to be there. Kristen Baver, Baver is also going to be doing stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge lineup of people on that stage. Like, I, again, like if you spent your whole weekend just at that stage, you'd have, you'd a good have time. fun. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't I, get into the Tross panel. I watched the Rise of Skywalker trailer from the Star Wars show stage. And I'm sure everybody has seen the video of like that whole crowd at the Star Wars show stage and how crazy it was. Out. Like, it yeah. was honestly. It might have even been better than like being in the celebration stage room. Like it was that intense and insane and fun. People were screaming. You couldn't hear anything. It was thunderous applause. Like it it's, was it was so good. It's like a rock concert sometimes. It is. Like it is. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Um fan stuff that happens. There's gonna be meetups of people who are all dressed the same, like the High Republic costuming stuff. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be a costume meetup. I think they said what? Friday, Friday three o'clock. Friday three Friday? o'clock. Okay. Yeah. Friday three o'clock is going to be the the High Republic one, but there's also going to be the running of the hoods at some point. <laughs> <laughs> it is hilarious it's to watch. Very iconic. It's very iconic, and it's just such, like you find yourself a good place to watch it, and you're like, yeah, oh my god, it's happening. Sometimes it happens when you're already in a panel, and sometimes it doesn't, and you get to catch it, but. I'm looking forward to actually watching it this year. Yeah. I mean, one thing you can do to stay up to date on all of those things, there is like a a major Star Wars Celebration Anaheim Facebook page. It's got like 33,000 people in it. You'll know (laughs) it's the biggest one. But like they're um, the admins of that group um, do a lot of compiling, a lot of like the after events and also photo meetups and some of those events that are happening throughout the day. so just being like aware of those things, if you're like really set on catching um, a particular cosplay meetup so you can take a photo or if you're just interested in joining in on that because you have that costume, then like fo- follow those groups because they're the ones that are going to have all of that information in a more organized fashion. And that's been really helpful to me to kind of figure out um, who's doing what and where as as I had just just like exposed myself as somebody who like really 
goes in on the map and needs to know. Um, I'm one of those people that's like, give me as much information as you possibly can, uh, which is why it's personally killing me to not know what's happening between four and seven on Thursday. (laughs) (laughs) There should be something there. There should be something there. There's like a selfish part of me that hopes nothing happens. So I have like just a couple of hours to actually like explore everything with no worries about panels, you know? But at the same time, not having to watch Kenobi from like 12 a.m. to 2 a.m. is going to be really nice. <laughs> yeah, and we'll then see. have celebration the next day and then Star Wars night yeah. the next night. Don't talk it's to me. Don't even so, look at me. Oh, man. It's yeah. going to be rough. It's going to be rough on Saturday morning. I'm going to be pumped full of caffeine. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. It'll, it'll be good. So um, do you want to talk about lightning lanes just before we kind of move on from like panels? And yeah. Stuff and like how those work? Because I think that was the most confusing part for me. Yeah, I never I even you, used those last time. I, I didn't You might even be know. the one that has the information, Ray Claire. So. Oh, can I explain them? Yes. Awesome. All right. <laughs> so it's kind of like Disneyland, right? You, once per day. So right in the morning, they open them all up. And you can basically click to your heart's content to try to get one thing that you really, really want. So this is the panels for Twin Sun stage, the Celebration stage, and the Galaxy stage, plus the Celebration store. Really, really important. And they will open them all up inside of your Star Wars Celebration app. Download the app. (laughs) Download the app. Keep it open. and it's 9 a.m. They load them and you have to like click like a mad person, be ready. And you try to get what you can get. And if you want to get into, say, the publishing panel without having to wait in line for two hours to get into the publishing panel, you can use the lightning lane. And then you're like, I can be there up to a half an hour beforehand and I'll get in first. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially for some of the panels like the 20th uh, anniversary of Attack of the Clones. Like, I really want to be there. That's really important to me. I really want to do it. And maybe it's like right next to another thing that I really want to attend. You know, you can still make it potentially if that's the thing that you've prioritized for the day. So that is beyond the virtual panel sign up. Um, one of the other things that's really important about the virtual panel sign up is that there's still technically a way to get in. If you didn't get a virtual panel, um, you can go wait in line mm-hmm. and they they let in some people or they they open up those seats for the lightning light, light, light speed lanes uh, air early morning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the lights be lane like Brad and I are struggle bussing right now over the fact that we want to do so many things on Thursday. And I think the lightning lane is going to be really key in helping us make sure that we're able to do those things. So if you are like us and you really have a lot of things you want to do or would like to try to do, knocking one of those things out as like a guaranteed thing as opposed to a whole host of maybes can be really helpful. Mm hmm. Um, and speaking of one of those things you can use it for, the celebration store, again, we've we've kind of briefly talked about it, but be prepared for that. The waits for that can be very long. Um, if the lightning lane is down, prepare yourself for a very long wait. That's why I yep. waited eight hours at Celebration Chicago because it was down. The time is when it wasn't down. I got in very quickly. So, um, you know, think about that. A lot of the hot ticket items might go right on Thursday and Friday. They might be out of them completely. If you're not really concerned about getting like the the most coveted thing and you just kind of want to go in there and see what it's all about, 
like going on Sunday is perfectly fine. Just expect that, you know, some things might be sold out that you might have wanted and you might feel kind of bad. So if you're able to check it out early in the weekend, do that. I don't know. <laughs> We're trying to figure out when to do that, too, because it's like, oh, we want to use our lightning lane for all these other things, but we want to go to the store. Uh, and they just announced the nice High Republic book set for a lot of money. And I yeah. want it so bad. It's just and there's only a thousand of them. If I don't get them, I'll be so sad. <laughs> it's my and one that, deep that regret. That will be a different thing that will be a different location and a different thing like probably the delray booth no it's, the no, it's in the store it's yeah in the, what yeah oh my god Both i think they don't want people the... rushing the booth this year is i think the the move fair you know, which they're working hard over there we want them to be safe and socially yeah, distant fair. you know and yeah. also yeah. like running to the booth was a very like able-bodied person thing to do yeah uh, and if we can make it slightly more equitable that would be it's probably a a good thing yeah uh, like yeah. The, the virtual panel draw is like a very equitable thing that they've implemented instead of making it overnight so you have to stay up overnight yeah. to to see the first panel of the day i'm really happy to see that that has continued on mm -hmm. um my celebration store was uh experience was i just kind of want to check it out and pick up a few stuffies and a few t-shirts and nothing that I was looking for in particular was sold out, but I'm sure like the Dex's diner sign and those high Republic books will, right? Like, so yeah. if those are your priorities, um, make time for those priorities that I guess that's just the general lesson. Make yeah. time for your priorities. Mm -hmm. Keep your eyes peeled in that store too. I saw Aaron Kellyman in there and I, <laughs> was like that's not aaron kellyman and then like as soon as i got out of the store celebration posted a photo of aaron kellyman in the celebration store and i was like you're like behind I was like, god her. damn it <laughs> you're like, i was like you're like behind her in the picture and you're like oh my god that's i was me. like i recognize that hair it has to be here aaron kellyman so you never know who you might run into in the celebration store it's kind of crazy yeah, yeah. I, I will also say it, the same thing kind of goes for photographs and autographs when it comes to like waiting in line for those or having those as part of your day things happen um in those things yeah. where they are not on time and uh they have a snag you know for whatever reason talent is late or uh the person that's in front of the person that you're going to get a photograph with like the the talent that's in front of the person that you want to take a picture with um runs over their time so now it's pushed back be willing to be flexible uh, if you have a photo or an autograph ticket. Uh, it sucks. It's it's a difficult system sometimes, especially with a convention as large as this. However, um, patience is key. And, you know, like typically the talent is really committed to like making sure they're able to get through all their photos and autographs. So um, like it'll happen. It'll happen. Mm -hmm. um, I know also, you're given a time for photographs. Yeah. But we, for autographs, I don't have a time. I don't have a time either. So yeah. oh, are you going for uh Kelly Marie Tran too? Oh yeah. Me, me too. I'm gonna get my my where's Rose signed. So I'm just, yeah. I'm gonna have if her sign the If photo. you're around, maybe maybe we'll go together. Maybe we'll go together. All right. Because that would be fun <laughs> to hang out with you and like be in line. Sarah. Yeah, I'm also really excited to just like hang out with all the Rose Tico fans in line. I was like, this yeah. one of those things I'm really like silly like, excited about. I'm like, it's gonna be just like whole host of Rose Tico fans in line yeah. together. Um, these are just the like all of us. Yeah, yeah. Um, I still don't know what I'm getting signed. I haven't decided yet. Yeah, but like have those things in mind at the very least, and also mm -hmm. just be willing to 
um, be flexible about the times. So make sure you don't have something that's like super, super important to you planned or like be willing to give that up if if things run over. I know like already the Kelly Tran auto photograph times switched to be an hour earlier, which has now put it in front of the same thing that I really wanted to go to for Sunday. So I'm just having to deal with that emotion now and it's going to be okay. Like everything's going to turn out just fine, but know that that does happen. Um, and that's another reason to bring snacks in case things do not go as planned in that regard. Yeah. And I will say too, like don't book too many photo ops and autographs. Like I waited in line for five and a half hours to get his autograph by Hayden Christensen at New York Comic Con. And that was after waiting two hours the night before and realizing the mistake I had made. And I went to the official tick, uh, official picks people and I said, can I please change my time to tomorrow? They were very kind about it because he had slots for tomorrow. They, they moved my ticket for me. So like, if you get into that situation, like talk to the people at the booth and see if you can do something. They're generally pretty easygoing but it's also going to be very chaotic so also be kind to them but expect really long waits the more popular the person is i know ewan is doing photos and autographs which are both sold out and i would imagine those autographs are going to take a very long time um at the same on the same time if you know you're getting an autograph with ewan mcgregor you know don't talk his ear off for 15 minutes because you got a whole host of people behind you i was not able to talk at all to hayden or get any sort of personalization because of how long it was taking. So just kind of keep that in mind, you know, in terms of respecting the people waiting behind you and giving them the extra minute maybe versus you getting the extra 10. Um, so that's something to keep in mind in terms of like autograph etiquette. I've never gotten an autograph. What is Me the etiquette? Either. Yeah. I mean, it's basically like, it depends on the person. It's like, if they're like, I know some people, um, our friends over at Lipstick and Lightsabers, they got an autograph from Susie McGrath and there wasn't a mm. line for her. So they got to chat with her for like 15 minutes. And like that was their experience. Um, you know, for somebody like Kelly Marie Tran, I'm assuming she might have a, a decent line on Sunday. So might be one of those things where you can talk to her for a couple minutes and then, you know, get out of Dodge. But I don't I don't think autographs have to be as transactional as the photos. The photos are very quick. It's in and out. Snap your photo. Next person. Um, autographs you can chat for like a little tiny bit but you you kind of have to make it a little quick somewhat. i will also say it really does depend on the person like i don't yeah. think that anybody's going to get to talk to Ewan um just because of the sheer number of autographs that he has to sign um and they would want to make sure that everybody gets out of there at seven o'clock you know um mm -hmm. and and so i mean what you are paying for is the autograph so if you're not able to chat with them just like understand that you ultimately got what you paid for and i don't mean to sound like harsh about that but um you're not necessarily paying for time with them you're just paying for mm -hmm. their signature um anything else is a plus you can always say like i love your work thank you um or, you know any of those kind words and it, it, and that might be it um yeah. so and just don't don't work up a speech in your head uh if you <laughs> if you and be sad that you're not able to to give that speech yeah like when i say chat like a minute or less like that's you know hey i loved your stuff oh thank you so much yeah your character means a lot to me oh my god that's so nice to hear and then like you're out you know like a couple yeah. things to, to hit in there but like keep it very succinct um 
I will say too, like come up if you know you're getting an autograph that's personalized, think of what you want them to write ahead of time. I didn't know that was a thing for autographs. And so I was like working up in my mind what I wanted Hayden to write. Didn't end, end up mattering anyways, but um, a lot of people were like, you know, doing I hate sand and, um, you know, you have the high ground, or stupid things like that. You know, it's like think of what you want them to write ahead of time so you're not panicking in line. And also they, they make sure to keep it short. So like they'll tell you if it's too long. Because, yeah. you know, you don't want somebody writing the Iliad on your Funko Pop. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I have some, like, generalistic, like, n- I didn't have a place to put this, like, thoughts. Yeah. If you have some time for Go that. For it. Absolutely. Um, if you're traveling internationally or even potentially uh, locally and you have a very strict limit on your debit or credit card... Make sure to call your bank beforehand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, international travel, because we haven't been traveling for very long. If you're coming from Canada or other places, letting your credit card company know that you will be in another country is very recommended. Yes. It takes yeah. 20 minutes to be on the call and be like, hey, I'm going. And then they put a note and then they don't block your credit card when you're trying to buy something or take an Uber. Um, yep. Yep. speaking of Uber too, download that now download Uber yeah. and Lyft, like have everything preloaded because when you get out of the convention center, it's Uber city. Like everybody's getting Ubers, like just be prepared for transit. If you are not in walking distance of where you're staying. So, yeah. Yeah. And sometimes the Wi-Fi is not great. Mm-hmm. So if you can't afford to pay for data because you're out of country, do that um i highly highly recommend um making time for people like i know brad sarah you and i are all gonna make time for each other but like if there's somebody that you're like i cherish this human because of our virtual pocket friendship because we're all on twitter together make time to see them yeah you will not regret that and to your earlier point, you're not going to remember necessarily the thing you bought. You're going to remember the people you met, right? Yeah. Um, I met Sarah, again, at Star Wars Celebration. You don't know who you might meet at this convention and start a podcast with. Like, you just never know. <laughs> and there were so many people at Celebration Chicago who met each other and, who like, started podcasts Who could have started that. a broad podcast with Brad, but he chose me. So grateful. Chose me, yeah. <laughs> um, but no, seriously, though, like, you just, you just never know. Like, meet people if you have the chance. Yeah. I also keep a uh, folder in my photos app of friends that do not want their photo posted online. So I just pop that in there. I always ask, I'm like, hey, can I post this? And they're like, nah, I looked gross, <laughs> like, you know, or whatever. But I'm like, I'll keep it, but I won't post it then. And I pop it right into that, uh, that folder in my photo section. And it's for me for mm-hmm. keeps, but not for the internet's. As yeah. they say, because I do like posting like like the Raylo meetup was fun to post about and other stuff like that. Um, but sometimes people just aren't comfortable with having their image out there online, especially if they're more of a private person on Twitter. Yeah, I mean, OK, I feel like we may or may not have spent the last hour scaring people a little bit. Um, it's and, amazing. I'm sorry. And, and, and this is not that's like a like a, a a bad thing on us. Like, I think we've been like, like, here's all the things to look out for. Here's the things to watch out for. Here's the things to think about. Um, but like, this is a really, really great time. And I think 
Marie Claire, like you are hitting the key point. It's like make time for the people that you care about. Um, because ultimately it's not a it's not about Star Wars. Like yeah. it is. But it is about all of us being there together, having a shared experience together. And it's going to be magical no matter what. It, it, and, and the only things you need to do to make it magical are go in with a positive attitude and be open to new experiences. Um, yeah. And, and I get that all of us have different comfort levels and, and different priorities and interests. Um, but just... Be open to trying something new or or also know your limits uh, and 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 navigate that. And like that's that's kind of the fun part of it is you can choose things on the fly and, and go something and do something totally different than you expected. And that ends up becoming the number one thing that you did the whole weekend. So um, th- that's what makes it all so magical. And it's about the people and not necessarily about the thing. Um, yeah. And because like at the end of the day, we're all there having this connection. And it's emotional and it's exciting. Um, and it's about that emotion rather than the thing. I, I, I don't think I'm explaining no, that super well. You're, but like, You're right. It, it goes with the name of the show. Like yeah. it's Star Wars Celebration. And you will be overwhelmed by the love of Star Wars by the end of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that also just like is really reinvigorating, I think, for both fandom and community and like humanity a little bit, too. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, we've we've been through so much discourse since 2019, right? Like, yeah, we've been through the thick of it. And I think, like you said, celebration is rejuvenation. Like, I think it's a great time now for the fandom and the fan community to kind of like come together again. And like for me, like it just blew the doors wide open and like my life has changed dramatically because of celebration. And I know I don't want to say like it's going to change all of yours that way, that same way Um, it can. It has the power to. And Sarah, you said it best, like with your advice, I think Um, it's a really, really fascinating weekend. And I think we can start to close out here by previewing some of the panels that we are most excited for, kind of just going through each day and picking like one or two that are definites on our lists. I thought that would be kind of fun and maybe give some people some ideas. Um, So let's start with Thursday. Um, For me, easy three. It's the showcase the High Republic panel, and of course, the Friends of the Force panel, because like, it's us. Gotta be there on time. That'd be really embarrassing I if we don't. I wasn't planning we on showing up, so that's really awkward. That would be you. so awkward, and I would just cry on stage for 50 minutes, and people would be like, who is this clown? Who's this guy? <laughs> it's Lucasfilm Studio Showcase. It's shrouded in mystery. It's There's like no words on what it's going to be, so that'll be really fascinating and interesting. Friends of the Force panel, and I'm kind of feeling uh, the Attack of the Clones uh, music of episode two because I am I just wrapped up my own series on the choral music of the prequels and I really really have always loved what David W Collins has to say on the music of Star Wars and so I think Attack of the Chords might be uh, something I I want to check out. Yeah, I'd be using my lightning lane, light light speed lane for that. For sure, I would two hundred and ten percent be there if it didn't overlap with ours. And that was like the I big, know that was the big thing with this time slot, which we're I mean, over the moon and incredibly grateful for. I, it's unfathomable. Like I I don't even understand um how we're here, but that was like the before we got that announcement. 
um, or got that information for us, we were Brad and I were like, oh, my gosh, the Sophie's Choice of the Lucasfilm Publishing panel and the Attack of the Clones music like, panel. Nothing now. <laughs> and the High Republic, like queer representation in the High Republic panel all at the same time. And then it's like, OK, um, just kidding. You have a panel at that point. And you're like, OK, just kidding. Um, so like. <laughs> I get it if anybody chooses a panel that is not ours because there's a wealth of options, um, including the two most anticipated panels, probably Brad and I, that we would be at if we weren't at our own. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, the music panel, I think is going to be huge. And those are super, super fun. Um, again, the showcase is like shrouded in mystery. We have no idea what's going to come from there, um, which could be really, really cool. And for me, like the higher public panel is another one where I'm just like super excited because um it's be the first time that like High Republic fans are together in reality, which is cool. Like, yeah, we've all been online this whole time and the online community is really lovely for High Republic, but we've never been in person before. So that should be cool. Um, I will say there's also a Star Wars moms panel on the fan stage at like six o'clock. And I think that one could be really interesting. Um, I think it has to do with like fandom and motherhood, but also just moms in Star Wars is a topic uh in a controversial one perhaps um but uh i think that could be an interesting panel as well mm -hmm. so let's move on to friday what are you guys feeling for friday so this is this is the this is the good stuff here this is like an intense day of some really good panels i i i i've like almost decided i'm like yeah this is the day i'm in panels every single like hour because it's just i don't i don't know i i can't not choose all of these panels it's so difficult I think it depends on if I get a virtual panel for Light and Magic. Yeah. If I don't, I can like watch it online later. I really do mm -hmm. want to see my, my good friend, Brandon. Mm -hmm. Like I want to see you guys on the podcast stage. Um, he's doing Talking Bay 94 uh, at the same time as the Light and Magic. So it kind of depends on what I get because he, the Light and Magic one is going to be fascinating. It's like Brandon's dream panel. I feel so bad. <laughs> Lawrence Kasdan moderating a panel about the magic of star wars and in how they create all of those wonderful things yeah it doesn't seem fair for brandon <laughs> it it's not it's not it's really brutal uh definitely both of those i think are going to be really exciting no matter which one you know like if you don't get light and magic talking bay 94 is a great place to find yourself if you ask me um there's also another lucasfilm publishing panel uh, yep. That is all nonfiction titles. So uh, if you like the DK, uh, Abrams, Insight books, uh, those will all be there, which should be really interesting because those reference books are really fun. Um, there's also a Skydockers panel as well, which I'm really excited about. They have some fun giveaways that I'm excited about, um, including lanyards. So you can badge check and double badge, <laughs> double lanyard your badge. Um, so it does not go anywhere. Um, but yeah. Attack of the Clones the anniversary celebration. That's the, no, big that's, one. The big one. That's, that's the biggest the big one. one. That's like our, yeah. if we only go to one panel on Friday, like that's, that's the one for us. That's gotta yeah. be it. I'm, I'm shocked. It's not at the start of the day, honestly. Me too. Me too. So like your lightning lane, gotta, gotta maybe use that for that. Or like, I, I don't know. But also yeah. that is the biggest room. So like, that's gonna, ha that that's an arena. Mm -hmm. Um, again, I went to the website. It holds 7,500 people. Um, so that's, I'm assuming not in a stage setup. So that's a decent amount of people. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I think for me, I'm really looking forward to all the ones that you've mentioned. Um, but some honorable mentions here too, is the 35 years of star tours. 
I think that oh, has, man, uh, that's fun. That could be a really fun panel. Um, as well as behind the audiobook, which is all about like the Del Rey yeah. original Star Wars adventures. So like, you know, Dr. Afra, Tempest Runner. So it'll be really cool. Uh, this is with producer Nick Martorelli. Um, so and that'll I've, be really cool. I've to interviewed see. him before. He is a good dude. Yeah, so, he knows a lot. Yeah. He knows a lot of stuff. So like, yeah, that's one to check out because um, I think the audiobook format is really cool. I'm excited to see. Maybe we'll get an announcement of a new audiobook at the publishing panel. Like what that the next one is, you know, whether it's a, Perhaps. what if it's a Kenobi audiobook? Oh, that would be really cool. I like it when they do um, audio dramas, like Kevin Scott has done quite a few now and they did the Dr. Yeah. Afro one. I really love it because it kind of comes out first and then you get the script. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I love that. And uh, those are Nick's like pride and joy. So, yeah. So, yeah, I think those are some great, great Friday panels. Again, you could see why we would spend all day in panels because those are just I don't I don't know how you choose. Honestly, it's just very difficult. And this is the conundrum of celebration is you're going to have so many options and you just got to go with what makes the most sense and like not overburden yourself. Um, Explore every aspect of the convention if you can, unless you want to be in panels all day. That's totally cool. Um, Speaking of panels. So Saturday uh, kicks off with a bang Mando Plus which I'm sure we'll get a Mando season three announcement when that's coming out. Maybe some teases about that. Um, Ahsoka is considered to be part of this mm-hmm. universe. So there's probably going to be some information on that as well as the world in general and what they're trying to do with it. Yeah. Uh, Book of Boba Fett yeah. season two, maybe, um, maybe a Bo-Katan show. I think maybe an announcement here could be a Bo-Katan uh, show from Bryce Dallas Howard. I think that's, like my boldest prediction of celebration is she's going to get a series because um, she deserves I it. She's really, movie. she's really good. <laughs> I think she could get a movie too, but I also am like worried if she gets a movie, if we'll ever see it <laughs> because yeah, there's a lot the of movies, movies, you know, there's a lot of movies happening that haven't happened. Um, and we'll see if you can't get into that because of, you know, virtual panels, I highly recommend try the force. Uh, they're great podcast uh, who, uh, I've been on their podcast. It, they're great. And I highly recommend that as well as Pink Milk, which are uh, just after that on the podcast stage. That's a good lineup on Saturday morning for sure. Oh, I'm making all of the time in the world for uh, This Is The Way, the Mandalorian and Joseph Campbell panel on the fan mm-hmm. stage. I know John Booker a uh, little bit through the Joseph Campbell Foundation. So it will be exceptional. Awesome. Awesome. I will also say like, if you're like, no, I don't want to go to Mandel Plus. I don't want to go to these podcast stage panels. There's also a Claudia great book signing at like uh, Saturday from 11 to noon. So if you're like, I'm going to get my book signed, then that's another time you can do that. Um, If you're a book person, like we are here on the podcast, uh, there are book signings through Mysterious Galaxy Bookshop, who has, I think, been featured as a bookstore of the week here on the podcast during our book reviews. Um, because they're amazing and also through the penguin random house del rey booth um so look on the internet for those on their social media specifically because there is a varied number of signings throughout the day um and lots of cool authors are going to be doing those i will also say i'm really excited about the cosplay competition Mm -hmm. on saturday again as we were talking about earlier cosplay at this convention is out of this world amazing brilliant stunning And like the energy in the room for our cosplay competition is always so high. Everybody is cheering for everybody because it's about the craftsmanship and it's about, um, you know, that person embodying that character. 
So I think those are really cool places. And like last in 2019, I think it was like a giant droid that won and it was amazing. <laughs> and I saw it and he's like on stilts. Was it the K2SO like really... one? No, no. Oh. It's a big boxy yellow droid that's on stilts. Um, I think that one ended up winning, but it was also like put together in like record time or something. So like you can see some really cool out of this world stuff at a cosplay competition. But if you don't make it, you can just see it throughout the floor as well, which is a plus. Official panels that are happening that I'm like, I don't know if I can fit them in, but I'm going to try to see what I can do. Tales of the Jedi. So that's going to be the short animated thing mm-hmm. that we're talking about, as well as Doug Chang's Doug Chang's designing the Mandalorian. So that'll be all the concept art and behind the scenes Man, on that. To hear him speak is like, uh, again, it's a, a Sophie's choice because you got the archives panel, which could be really cool yeah. too. It's like really hard to, you know, you got to decide like, yeah. it's, it, you know, it's like, what can you do? And then also Delray behind the scenes uh, will be good. Also at know? the same time and, as yeah. a Q and a with Doug Chang and the Lucasfilm art department. Panel. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like that's hard. Um, and in between those two, like there's going to be my What the Force meetup. So if you're a fan of What the Force, come and meet me. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to be at, I think you're going to be at the Starbucks. Yeah. Like the, the Starbucks Hilton? is actually like shut down at that time because it closes at like four, but there's like oh, space, weird. there's tables and stuff nearer there. Oh, so cool. it's cool. just in the lobby, um, the lobby area near yeah, the Starbucks. There's, there's also... There's also on Saturday a Pride Squadron um, queer representation throughout the Star Wars, you know, timeline, mm-hmm. um, which could be another good panel. And there's also the Raylo meetup that's happening. On oh, yeah, that's happening in the Saturday. evening. Yeah. So from five to ten uh, gates close at close, I think, at nine thirty. Um, but uh, yeah, so that's actually going to be on the beach. So you got to go yeah, there. Ch- check check the socials if you're yeah. particularly interested in that one. Um, and we forget, failed to mention a couple meetups uh, earlier. There's the Pink Milk meetup on Thursday. Mm-hmm. There's the Utini meetup on Saturday. So podcast um, those meetup. Those are like the major yeah. po- podcast meetup Thursday, Thursday at the bar at the Hilton. Um, that's always a really big one. Um, there are lots of things happening after hours. Disney night is on Friday. Uh, but if you're not doing Disney night, there are other things happening out and about. So like there's always there's always things happening. There's also the breakfasts, which are now sold out on Saturday and Sunday with Ashley Eckstein and um, Matt Lanter, which I, so many things for so many things. You can't go wrong is my thought here. You really can't you will yeah. have an experience. Again, you're you're going to have yeah. a good time no yeah. matter what. Like no matter what you do, it is it is celebration. Uh, so you will you will leave happy. Um, and on Sunday, speaking of leaving, that's <laughs> It's a sad day. It's a sad day because it all ends. But we got some good panels to close us out. We got a Bad Batch panel, a Visions panel, which I'm hoping for season two. Um, behind the scenes, uh, Creatures of Return of the Jedi with our friends over at Blast Points. And they're with Tom Spina, Amy Ratcliffe, and Kirk Thatcher, which like that's, that's a amazing. great group yeah. of people. Like amazing panel to go to. And then every celebration has its closing ceremony. Uh, which they'll announce when the next one's happening. Which Probably. do you guys have any predictions? They uh, will. Yeah, I'm hoping it. two years, but uh, just to give us Me a too. break. But uh, you you forgot the Clone Wars Siege of Mandalore screening. Oh my gosh, that's which right. is huge. Uh, you know, yeah, bonkers. It's yeah, crazy that they're going to be showing those episodes uh, in front of like like a huge like it's the celebration stage. So it's 
it's two hours long. Like that's an intense situation. So it's a good way to spend your Sunday. And like Carrie Beck will be there. Dave Filoni's going to mm-hmm. be there. I forget who else. Uh, um, Athena, Athena Portillo. Uh, Athena Portillo. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So that's a good panel. I think they'll, they'll talk about the whole thing too. So yeah, I mean, that's, that's a must see if you can get there. Yeah. There's just, again, Sophie's choices throughout the whole day because yeah. I can't be at the Siege of Mandalore screening and at the Star Wars Surgeons panel and at the Creatures of Return of the Jedi panel and at my Kelly channel photo op at the same time. <laughs> it's just, it's a packed Sunday. Yep. Um, yeah. I think the next celebration will be Orlando, by the way, because I think they're going to want to do the other park. I think so. For the next one. So, which makes it expect that. so expensive. Yeah. So much capitalism. Come on. You don't on. think that they'll do Europe? I'll probably like go. Paris or something? You know, Europe would be my preference. I think that would be super awesome. Um, it's like Euro Disney. I think, I think, yeah, I think they're probably going to go with Orlando and then Europe, but I could be wrong. Europe would be really cool. I would love paris that'd be sweet and go eat some baguettes <laughs> you do you do love there. bread yeah <laughs> hopefully they have some good gluten-free baguettes <laughs> you love bread it hates you i know oh you can't spell bread you can't spell bread without bread i mean come on <laughs> it's very true canceled it's canceled 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 we're done i can't do this <laughs> well i think we're near the end of the show and so i want to ask you marie claire um just your final thoughts on celebration your excitement for it whatever you want to say to close this out uh i'm really excited to see people i, I it's just like so simple like i'm gonna see people that's amazing right yeah you know um and like like anything past that will be wonderful mm-hmm. yeah it's a great mentality to go into the weekend it's the people it's the people that make yeah. star wars what it is right like it's not called star wars con it's called star wars celebration and you can only celebrate with other people although you can have a celebration by yourself that's totally cool like party in your house yeah. dance around the kitchen that's, Couch that's totally fine is legitimate yeah yeah but getting to celebrate and like unify and experience star wars together like it is those big panels where you hear the news and everybody erupts and you never forget where you were in that moment right so that's what makes it what it is is the people um so gosh i can't believe i can't believe we're almost there it's i'm still anxious and want to throw up and oh i also want to sleep at the same time i don't know what i'm feeling anymore i'm all like buzzing and vibrating with excitement can't wait can't wait all righty well that about wraps up our celebration preview here at friends of the forest marie claire thank you so much for for joining us it's been a very long time last time you were with us was the ben solo read-along which was like april oh of God. 2020 <laughs> so that was that was a long time ago onset of covid and we're still here so where can our folks find you online what do you got going on uh, uh, what well, do they need I, to know about? I, I have a Star Wars podcast what? named <laughs> What the Force. Uh, and if you want to see what I'm coming out with, I'm planning on doing a deep dive show, much like my friends of the Force here. Uh, just m- primarily focused on like the symbolism and mythology and uh, mythological interconnections. I feel like it it adds uh, a quite a bit of deep dive analysis uh, to the show. Uh, and I'm particularly excited for Kenobi. Uh, you can follow me on WT4 Show on Twitter or find me on any of the podcatchers or on YouTube for the episodes. Amazing. 
And as for us here at Friends of the Force, you can find us on Twitter at Friends of Force or Instagram at Friends of the Force. And we also are on any podcast platform that you listen to. So make sure you're subscribed to the show. Leave us a rating if you'd be so kind, um, especially as we near uh, celebration. And, you know, if people are looking up our podcast for the first time, they want to see your lovely rating right when they open the podcast app. Please help us out. Maybe you find some new listeners. We also have a Patreon where tiers start at just a dollar and we are super grateful for our patrons. Um, can't even, I don't even have the words really, but uh, thank you to Amy, Anna, Brian, Carol, Cheryl, Clay, Danny, Davis, Dylan, Deborah, Donnie, Elegy, Huang, Jen, Knights of Friend, Levi, Leanne, Lindsay, Lucy, Luke, Randy, Rob, Saber Bouquet, Sky Talkers, Travis, and T. Thank you all so much for supporting the show. We hope to see many of you in celebration. This is our last episode before then, so get hyped because we got so much fun stuff coming out in like the weeks to come. Uh, Marie Claire, thank you so much. Cannot wait to see you in Anaheim in a couple of days. It's going to be so much fun. Hope to see many of you at Denny's. And until then, may the force be with you always. Bye.